Uh, would you like to know how many people have listened so far? Yeah, what do we got? Like 35? <laughs> okay, so four episodes, five weeks. We are currently at, let me just double check. I don't want to mislead you here. Uh, at this exact moment, we have 178 listens. Ooh, more than I thought. Yeah. So you said 35. Actually, not, wow. Yeah, wow. Okay. So right. about 50 That's a show bad. or so, which is pretty solid. 40, 40 and change a show. Not bad. Start, man. Gotta start. My goal for the day today is to chill the fuck out and shut the fuck up. So <laughs> that's perfect. See, like if you, like I feel like if I said right now, hey, here's the tagline, and we started the episode, we both mentally would like. There's almost like a flip that switch, uh, a switch that, that flips, a flip that switch, yeah. flip where we flip. both would be like, uh, okay, so anyway, hey, bubble, like nah, we gotta continue with like literally how we're sounding right now, like that same flow, that same style, that same. Less so in public bathrooms, but yo, if you piss on the seat in employee bathrooms at work or something, Don't I hate your guts. even fucking get me started. I hate your guts, bro. Like, you're in a grown adult male. You need to actually fucking clean oh up after yourself, man. Oh my God, you have no fucking clue at my job. I work in a, a cubicle office, like, you know, as, as fucking corny as it gets. And it's just like piss on the toilet seats. And every time I'm like, I think exactly what you just said, exactly what you just said. Like, like it, it's it, so it, frustrating, it, dog. It, it drives me fucking insane. And the worst part of it is, is that you, you, you start to think like, oh, I'm in an office. So the person who did this is somebody who's like within this vicinity here. And like for me in my office, because it's, there's the not a lot of guys, us, bro. Dude, there's not a lot of guys who work in my office. So whenever there's piss on the toilet seat, I think I'm like, there's like four candidates here. And I know <laughs> one of them is not me because I sure as fuck would never do this and walk away. There's also a guy uh, who, who I, and this one, I actually think I know who it is. I'm very certain mm -hmm. I know who this is. The office and pisser. No, he's not an office pisser. Okay. Oh, he's a shitter. He leaves the giant, the, the biggest fucking turd messes of toilet paper you have ever seen in your entire fucking life in the bathroom and and every time he uses <laughs> he's a big guy he takes big, oh, disgusting dumps and he uses like a whole roll of toilet paper to wipe his ass and then i think he just does a half-ass like you know you know when you hit the toilet flusher yep. that for a lot of toilets the 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 effort you put into that flusher is is how hard yes. the toilet will flush this yes. guy does all this and then he i think he gives it like a light tap right so it kind of half flushes and when he leaves there's this like toilet papery wiped disgusting mess that's filling the whole bowl and i'm like what kind of grown fucking man is incapable of being like that's kind of gross i want to make sure that's not there like 
My and, man, he can't he can't finish at the rim, bro. He's trying to finger roll when he should be dunking it. He's a big motherfucker. That's there's no excuse for that shit. There's a no little excuse. fucking courtesy for people, like. And then he looks too straight in the face and says, "Hey, Dan, how are you, man?" And yeah. actually pretends like he cares about yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Show me. You show me how you. How feel was about your weekend? Either. It was pretty good. How was your weekend? Oh, it was fine. Crazy weather. We're ha- yeah. I gotta do office small talk with these people after. Yeah, man. I'm on. A, I'm on a diet. My girlfriend's on keto, so I'm doing it with her. Meanwhile, uh, he's obviously cheating because he's laying down fucking lumberjack dumps. Thirty-four in the minutes in the toilet. Yeah. Oh my god. Fucking bastards. Yeah. Oh my yeah god, you really man. don't have to. Uh, you really don't have to convince me of uh, fuckers, disgustingness. Fuckers. disgustingness this is fucking a the podcast episode number five it is 707 p.m it is october 19th 2020 my name is dan this is matt welcome back buddy hey man from your I'm, uh, trip. I'm glad to be back i'm glad to be back it's funny because we're literally sitting here looking like two special needs gang members right now but basically right now i'm i'm in red he's in blue we're in hoodies with the hood up over top of our studio headphones so we had these giant ass fucking hoods on <laughs> i look like he looks like cookie monster yeah you got a little bit of an elmo thing going on too yeah for real it should have been our anyway. that should have been our host names here for this show we should have just called ourselves cookie monster and elmo Elmo and CM, baby. But uh, I'm glad to be home, man. I'm glad to be home. Yeah. Just took a nice trip out to Western yeah, welcome Canada. Back. It feels like it's been like eight years, but you've been gone for th- two, three weeks. I was yeah, clearly weeks, so used to these, these recording sessions already, even though it had only been like four of them. Feels like home, man. Yeah, it's, just, uh, it's nice to be back, dude. Honestly, uh, I didn't want to come back, but now that I'm home and like, it, it feels good. It feels relaxed. It feels like I'm... Um, I'm relaxed. I don't know. There's something nice about your own house, your own bed, your own toilet. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. yeah we got that programming shit. where we like to be where we want to be. Eh? Like we want to be. Yeah, man. We want to be Yo, at home. Heads up. I totally have to say uh, those Explore Canada commercials, they're not shitting you, man. This country's fucking beautiful, dude. Beautiful, bro. Yeah. I, uh, give us, give us the review of your West Coast tour. Where did you yeah. go? Yeah. Okay. So here's the trip plan. So we flew to Calgary. Uh, rented a vehicle there and we drove from Calgary to Banff, uh, from Banff to Jasper, which is up North. And then we went West from there. We went from Jasper down to Kamloops just to stop over for the night and then ended up in Vancouver and eventually Vancouver Island. Uh, let me say this. So spent two weeks really just drove across the country, stayed socially isolated, all that good shit. You know, tried to distance yada, yada, but we planned it out so that we would spend more time in BC and less time in Alberta. And we kind of left it up in the air and we ended up spending more time in Alberta than BC. Dude, Alberta blew me away. Gorgeous. Beautiful. Fucking beautiful, dude. Beautiful. There's a strip called the ice way or ice parkway. I think it's called from Banff up to Jasper, bro. You have to do it sometime in your life. Dopest drive I've ever done in my entire life. You ever been out West? No, I haven't. And actually, to tell you the truth, I've been meaning to. And then, obviously, now COVID comes. And I'll be, I'll be totally yep. honest. I'm, yep. I'm one of those people through this. And it remains to be seen, obviously, if this is genuine or not. But I am one of those people that through COVID now, A, I'm scared to go anywhere, I'll admit. B, mm-hmm. uh, when it's over, I want to go everywhere. I'm, I'm one of those people now who's like, God damn it. Like, that's it. You know, carpe diem out yeah, into the world. Yeah. Like I'm kind of, I'm kind of getting that feeling remains to be seen if I ever do, obviously as this, as you know, things carry on, but that's yeah, I, I'd love to make a trip out there. 
you gotta you have to go dude like that's a if it's not on your bucket list it should be because it genuinely oh, blew my mind I, I sound like such a pothead when i say this but like it was really like humbling um being up in the mountains and seeing how small you are no seriously yeah. like, it genuinely was like there's so many mountains and then yet you climb up one and you can see like 20 more yeah and yet you look like an ant you know what I mean? Like just the vastness of them is unreal. Well, next time you go, next unreal. time you go, I'll go with you as well. Okay. Should, man. No, seriously. We'll do it. We'll um, do a Canada. We'll do it. We should do a, we should do a road trip the whole way and go see all that beautiful Northern Ontario shield. <laughs> We've also- I'd, I'd, actually, there's probably some really beautiful shit up there too. I mean, sure. Manitoba, Saskatchewan, it's flat. You're not missing For the record, anything. for all listeners, we love but- all provinces. Very I love I love your province. I love your people, but don't try yes. to bullshit me and tell me that it's a beautiful drive. It's, it's I've been out there. It's, we, it's not. We love Canadian listeners flat. from every from coast to coast, from from Vancouver Island to help me East Coast guy. Well, you- from to Newfoundland, bro. That's the farthest spot. But where in Newfoundland? Let's t- let's let's expose. Oh, I'm from sh- Toronto, so I, I'm excused for being an asshole. But you All have right. got to give something here. Yeah, shout out, shout out Gander, Newfoundland. Ooh. Shout out Bridgewater, Nova Scotia. We're going to fact Shout out those. Riverview, New Brunswick. These okay. are all my, these are my homes. These are my places. These are my people. This is our recruiting plan for listeners is you've got the East Coast. I've got nothing. Yeah, bro. So, I mean. Well, that's the thing, right? I grew up, I was born in the East Coast and now I've lived this fucking rat race life in Toronto and Ontario Ooh. and shit. And then I had never been out West. So this was a, it was a dope trip. Yo, Okay. So remember, do you remember the couple episodes ago we were talking about airplanes and we were talking about how you can take a flight and just pay for just the sites? Yes. And we were yeah. talking about, hey, they're going to have you socially distanced. But yeah, yeah no. Oh, that ain't how yes, of course. How was the, the plane ride? God, dude. I genuinely felt guilty when I got in the plane. I was like, I shouldn't be doing this. Still obviously did it because I paid the money. And of course. It was great. But... <sighs> Here's my biggest gripe. Okay. You get into the airport. Everything is socially distanced. They're on you about, Hey, keep your distance. Yada. That's great. All the seats have like every other two seats has a sign on. It says, don't sit here to encourage yeah. you to socially distance. Yeah, yeah. Every fucking booming message is about how you need to be safe and socially distanced. We care about you. We care about social distancing. We care about health. Boom. Get the fuck on the plane and squeeze as close as you can to the next guy beside you. Every oh, single seat sold out so, shoulder to shoulder. So sorry. Rules everybody. are followed except for the actual airplane itself. Yeah, bro. Because you know why? Because that's when the money becomes involved. So all these fucking corporations say they give a shit about health and safety and all that and go through all these protocols. And then when it comes to actually flying, how many butts can we fit into these seats and still make our cash? Every single one of them, dude. Every yeah. seat's full. Like, yeah. it was bizarre, actually, to be quite honest with you. I sat down and looked around. Did, and it, was like, feel, wow. did it feel really uncomfortable because of the context of everything going on? Like, uh, well, yes and no. I want to say yes, but if it would have happened six months ago, it would have been way more so. But because it's almost normal to see everybody in masks now, it was kind of like, oh, okay, this is what it is. But it genuinely, like, I looked around, like, this isn't, this isn't right. Like, we shouldn't yeah. be doing this. Yeah. You know, so wow. that was a little eye-opening uh. for me. I yeah, I'm not that. so used to like rubbing elbows with people anymore, are we? Like, no, man. It's it's it just always uncomfortable. It's, it's so obvious though, like that they care more about money than they care about safety because sure, because I mean it's won't. an industry that was failing there for a while, and I guess now mm-hmm. they're like, we got you gotta let us pretend that things are fine, even though bro, like they've cut down like so like meal service. And I'm not saying I need a meal, but like you know when they come around and give you peanuts and this and that. Yeah, There's sure. no like choice stuff anymore. It's like here you go, we're gonna give you a bag of pretzel and it's like they're in fucking like 
total plastic suits with like plastic gloves on their hands and face masks on and shit, like not touching anything. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And then like the drink session is just, here's a can. They don't open, they don't do anything. So they're, they're trying to keep their employees safe, but then you still want us all packed in here like sardines on a plane that I don't know if the air gets filtered back into the fucking cabin or if it gets shot out. I don't know, but yeah, it was, it was fucked. I mean, isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing that especially now we're what? seven let's say seven i was about mid-march so seven months we've been living like this sounds about right and yet how how little preparedness a lot of pieces of society have really come up with any like a lot of a lot of places are are just basically after seven months of knowing this and and having the chance to think about things like we obviously went through the beginning where it was just like just nobody do anything for a while we'll see if that works and now that everyone's like we should still do things we just have figured out no real good solutions as to like how can we do those things but make sure that nobody's in trouble and like somehow it's like not none of the none of the systems we have are designed for anything to go horribly no, not wrong. at all like everything's like got to be normal uh, oh but yeah it, it's it, a colossal failure yeah, man, it brought a lot of it brought a lot of faults with our society, our healthcare system, the way we do stuff to the forefront. It really did. Sure, um, and I mean, and thankfully, we live in Canada where healthcare problems are more logistical than like in America, where it's like mm, I, I don't, mm. I, I don't know what the numbers are yet on people who have had to, you know, all the people who have been hospitalized and survived. Like, you know, in America, like if, you, if you go to the hospital and you survive, there's still this whole like economic death sentence coming your way when you get billed for your you know two week stay so how many people are, are might there be a massive debt crisis in the future there when when all the people who get the medical debt there at the same time are going to default on it like, i don't economy struggling jobs are lost now there's a huge medical debt problem like i don't know that seems what the fuck? i don't know if they have some sort of covid contingency for the hospitalization stuff i don't think so i would doubt it considering that canada's way ahead on the whole serb stuff in comparison to america where they're still debating it yes or no yeah, like they didn't they, um, they gave they gave their people like a 1200 dollar check once once and, yeah like, good, good yeah. luck so like, that's a little concerning and i gotta say this as a canadian think about this like like stomach this for a second really really oh, think about yeah. it yeah. can you imagine not calling an ambulance for yourself if you like broke a bone or something because you know it's cheaper for you to struggle well, your way to the hospital. Like I can't even imagine that. Okay. You know what I'm saying, dude? Okay. Well, here's, here's the thing. Hold the thought there of, of what it's like to not call an ambulance for yourself real quick to everybody's listened to the show so far. Thank you. We've, we've been really thrilled by the number of people who have tuned in. Um, all we ask, Matt and I is just for you to tell a friend to subscribe to the show and leave it a rating. Tell us what you think. Please email us at uh, fnehpodcast at gmail.com. If you have any, Helps a lot. we will literally take anything. You want to tell us a story. You want to ask us a question, advice, anything, anything you want, send it to the email fnehpodcast at gmail.com. Also follow the podcast on Twitter at fucking a podcast. I'm usually there. You can find us there as well. Uh, again, thank you guys for, for listening. Um, I appreciate that. But on the, on the note of ambulances, since I wanted us to hold yeah, yeah, no worries. Obviously, my story of the past two weeks was my Oh, yeah, experience. yeah. You, I, I so didn't of know course. If, I don't know if that was an intentional segue or not. because No, not at great. all, but fuck yeah. It works perfectly. It worked Let's out roll great. With it. So I'll tell, you the, I'll tell the story because I'll tell it like I've told it 40 times to everybody who's like, what happened? So a couple weekends ago, Thanksgiving weekend here, Canada's Thanksgiving weekend. Sorry, America, you still got yours to go. Um, I was in the grocery store. Uh, my girlfriend and I, we went apple picking in the morning. Uh, I ate a bunch of apples, you know, 
tree. <laughs> Typical which you don't. white people Sunday shit. You should see the number of people there taking like like plaid, uh, you know, plaid shirt Instagram yep. photos with the fall setting. But so we went there and then we hit the grocery store on the way home. Uh, we're in the grocery store for like 20 odd minutes or so. Everything's totally cool. Like all of a sudden I can't breathe. And I'm like, I'm wearing a mask, right? Obviously I'm, I'm, it's, you know, the world we live in now, but I'm wearing a mask. All of a sudden I'm like, every breath I'm taking feels like it's fire. And I, every time I breathe in, I cough. So I turn around quickly and I, I try to find my girlfriend. Cause I'm like, I need to find her. Cause like, I need to say something that like, yeah, that something's wrong. And I, I'm looking in the aisles and I can't find her. And she finally comes up. And she's like, whoa, you're like really red. And I was like, look, give me the keys to the car. I said to her, I think I'm having a panic attack. And she's like, what? And I was like, just give me the keys. I was like, here's my visa. Like, like you just pay for the groceries. Like, it's cool. Like, I just need to go outside and get air. She's like, yeah, 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 take it. So I take off. Now the grocery store I'm in is, it's a kind of twisty turning. So when I'm walking out of the store trying to find some air, and all of a sudden, each step I'm taking, the room is starting to fade away from me. Jesus. Now I have no fucking clue where I am because now the layout of the store is like, what direction is what? And that's when I was like, oh, I'm in trouble. So I kept walking to the door. I kept trying to take my mask off because I couldn't breathe, but you can't take the mask off. Got to put it back on. So I'm like going in this weird like back and forth. I suddenly stumble. I hear somebody say, whoa, man, are you okay? And I just remember going, nope. And just falling back and just my butt. And I just kind of like sat on my butt on the floor and just fell and just like, like laid down gently into my own hands. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm, I'm out now. So long story, really long story short, ambulance comes, takes me to the hospital, right? I spend the whole day in the ER. I, I eventually tells me I'm all okay and all that, which is great. I'm, I'm thankful that I'm all okay. Uh, you know, get out, get a ride from my girl comes, picks me up and we go home. It's, it's, everything's fine. Now, the funny thing is, is, is I did get billed for the ambulance, actually. In the province of Ontario, I don't know if you've ever had an ambulance call for you. It's $45. To, I thought it was 50 Yeah. 45 uh, I guess it's 45, 45 bucks, eh? So I got the bill in the mail, and I thought, thankfully, I have, you know, it's only $45 for the ambulance ride. And my, I, have, I have insurance, thankfully, and they cover that 100%. So I, pay, I literally paid nothing for it. So, yeah, the, the idea that, like, if I had collapsed in that store, like all I could think when I collapsed was like, I hope I'm okay. Like, you know, things happen. Right. But not, you not, can I afford this? Uh. Yeah. Not like, not <laughs> like, so I, fucked, and man. I was in and out of lucidity. Right. Like there, I remember speaking to people, but if in that moment I have had to been like, please don't call an ambulance. Like I can't afford it. Like I'm fine. Blah, blah, blah. Which I wasn't like, I wasn't okay for like another hour or so until I was like in the ER and I was like, holy shit, I think I actually could stand on my own two feet if I stood up right now. Like, you know, what was I going to do? Camp out in a, you know, a, a grocery store for an hour waiting to yeah. feel better? Like the idea that in the States that happens. I mean, I know we can rag on them all the time, but it's fucked. So two things I want to say. One, uh, obviously we've been in contact, so I've already said this, but I'm just glad you're okay. Uh, Thanks, thankfully. Buddy. Number two, a couple questions because like I didn't, I was more so asking to be like, are you okay? Rather than like what happened kind of shit. Yeah. Um, so, so what the fuck, when you hit the floor, did you start seizing? Did you like just pass Here's out? Here's what they like, told me. And I get you guys, anybody out there can email me with their, uh, their, their makeshift home uh, doctor diagnosis. <laughs> um, uh, it, basically, apparently what I was told was that I, I told that I was extremely sweaty. I was like profusely sweating, like drenched through my clothes within like 30 seconds. Like it just, and it kind of matches up. Like when I said it, when it started, I was like, I felt really hot and my breath felt really hot. And, and mm -hmm. here's the thing, man. And I actually, the reason why I've sort of told this whole story a little bit is like, is the experience of being in a hospital that day 
was a little rattling. Like I, 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 of course you always think when you go to the hospital for something like emergency, you're like, well, what could it be? Right. Like, you know, it, it's, it, it turns out it's probably nothing. I apparently am fine. I've, I've been a little foggy all week, but like I'm, I'm pretty much back to normal again now. It's been seven, eight days. Anyways, like every time you go in, you're always like, is there something horribly wrong with me? Like if you're in and out of consciousness in an ambulance, there's of course the thought of like, am I going to die? Like, I really remember sitting there thinking like, is this, is this it? And if this is it, like, like what got me? Like, <laughs> what was it? I didn't see it coming. It wasn't anything like an acute sudden onset death in a grocery store. Really? That's, that's what I got in the end. Fuck that. What a shitty card to draw. But the other thing is, is going to the hospital right now. Like, the thing that really stuck with me at first was the mask because I'll mm. tell you from the minute this thing happened to the minute I left the hospital, all I wanted was to not wear a fucking mask. And for the record, for anybody who needs to know, I am a hundred percent pro mask. Why I even have to declare that these days, but of oh course, mask. but I'll tell you, feeling sick to my stomach all day and, and struggling to breathe and being in a store, in an ambulance, and then in an emergency room where I had to wear a mask full time was the worst. But again, when you're in an ambulance and you're drifting in and out of consciousness, your mind, I mean, I guess it's just me. I don't know if everybody's morbid as I am, but my mind did straight straight to like, what if something serious has happened to me? And like, what if I had a brain aneurysm or I have a heart defect or something? And like, you know, there is something wrong with me or, or what if they're going to run tests and like, they're going to find out like, Oh, you got a fucking blood clot in your brain or something. I don't know. And it's just it was sitting in the room all day. All of a sudden, after a while, it started to become very evident that I was like, I'm really lonely. Like the fact that nobody can come with me. My Aww. girlfriend had to go home. She had to stay there and watch them take me out on a stretcher into an ambulance and drive off. And she had to go home. She had to go home she and not wait. allowed to come to the hospital. She can't come to the ER. They don't. They don't allow guests. Not during oh, COVID, right? She man. works in a hospital too, so she knows. She understands enforcing the rules on the other end. She's uh, got to do it. But for me, the thing that really struck me was that the fact of like, I wish my girl was here because she was with me, and now she can't be, and I'm kind of uncomfortable here, and the setting is really awkward. And also, I don't know what's wrong with me. Like, what if they come back and give me bad news, and I'm like, I get to take mm-hmm, bad news. Mm-hmm alone what if they're like well there's something wrong with your blood like you might have something like and i gotta sit there and be like this might be the worst moment of my life i'm gonna sit here completely alone and deal with it like it was just very striking i'm sorry this is not a funny story at all really but it was just like but it was just like the 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 thought that i had when i was in there that like right now for people like i i genuinely i guess the experience made me like sympathizing for people right now who are going through some shit in hospitals and all that covid or not you know, like the rules changing is, is, it's such a gut punch when you're in there. That's also like the last place I want to be right now. It's the hospital, the doctor's office. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be around people who are like, I think I'm sick. I should go here. Oh, I don't know. Like, uh, no, I'm, I'm trying to stay away from that shit. I haven't been a hospital patient in <sighs> 17 years, 18 years, I think. Talk that about sounds about right for me. Yeah. Talk about timing. Right. Like, (laughs) and also speaking of when we were talking a few episodes back about, you know, sudden onset medical problems for the two of us, those were all you. So I guess I get to join the club, you know, we're both fucked, bud. We have complete fucking head problems. The two of us We're we're (sighs) 
And yet, some for some reason, people are listening to us. They're gonna tune off. They're gonna be like, "This episode's not funny at all. These guys suck." No, this is a reality one. Welcome back to regular life. Kind yeah, of this bullshit. is sort of a this is sort of a catching up. Catching up. We've had a lot going on though, the two of us. It's been very. Yeah, it's been a busy couple of weeks, man. Yeah, Did a lot a of really cool shit, weeks. man. Did a lot of really cool Your shit. Your stories are so much better. <laughs> so much better. So much. Dude, better. I went. I went fucking um, not ATVing, but like in a little dune buggy in Whistler. Oh, dude, it was so sick. So sick, dude. Oh my god. Yeah. So like, and the weather was like perfect. It had rained the day before, but that day was clear, so the trails were like slick, but they weren't disgusting but then there were still giant puddles of water so i could just rip through them and get soaked i got Haley soaked i got myself so we had a blast man we had such a good fucking time um how did you plan everything did you just like pick things to do as you went yeah so here's what we did we kind of like skeleton planned it and then filled it in as we went um so we knew we knew like roughly time wise we want to go to calgary to banff to jasper within a couple days and then what we did was major points in the trip like we would book hotels to be like, we need to be in this place at this time. So mm-hmm. we booked those ones in advance. And then in the process, it was like, listen, like we're going to drive up to Jasper today. Probably going to stop in some national parks. What do you want to hit on the way? All right, yeah. cool. We'll hit this one. We'll hit this one. We'll stop here. We'll go for a walk, yada, yada. So we did that. Um, hotels, we, you know, straight up, this is not a paid advert. We're too small for paid advertisements. So don't <laughs> anybody come up. Uh, yeah. But uh, we still we use this website called Hotwire. Our, our friend put us onto it. It's the shit, bro, for last second hotel rooms. It'll basically be like, it won't tell you exactly what hotel, but it'll be like, you can get a four star for like 70 bucks tonight. You know what's funny is I, like, think right, sounds good. I think you're actually like exactly, that's what their commercials actually say. They're like, I think you just word for word and accidentally like read their ad. Really? Like, it's like, oh, I think fuck, I've seen Hotwire advertisers on TV, or at least I remember they used to all the time. Really? Oh, okay. Anymore. But yeah, Hotwire is, I think they said they're like the best for the last second deals on, on hotel rooms. It was you sick. a four star hotel downtown. Like, <laughs> you, so we would, you got we it. would do that to, to fill in the gaps. And um, yeah, it was great, man. Um, but we ended the trip off oh, so sick. This is something I didn't plan. My girl planned. Uh, I'm really into trees. I love fucking trees. I don't know why. I just do. Um, so I got to see the redwoods in BC and then we stayed at this treehouse cottage. So basically like on not Vancouver Island, but one of the smaller islands, like beside Vancouver Island, I guess, uh, there's this cottage and you, it's kind of in like a countryish area, but when you arrive to it, you can't see it at all. And there's like a brook and you like walk over this bridge and there's about 60 wooden steps up and it's like in the hillside in these trees. And it's a little like small private uh, wooden cabin. Essentially it's got a hot tub, all this dude. It was so sick, man. We chilled the fuck out. We smoked some great BC weed (laughs) blasted Went in the hot tub. We ended up uh, binging the fucking OJ Simpson documentary. Uh, That was pretty dope. The 10 hour made in America one. Yeah, we watched five episodes over the course of like two days, oh, like at nighttime. Such we were a just like, good one. It was so dope. It was so good. That is um, a great one. You, you haven't seen it before? Nah, man. I watched an episode and a half when it aired originally. And then I was actually in New Brunswick visiting family at the time. So I was like busy with the trip and I never got back around to it. So we ended up finishing it. Well, and now we're actually, we're on like a true crime kick. <laughs> well, yeah, the world, in the podcasting world, there's no shortage. So yeah. Yo, you know what's really over. 
it's really wild too about going to Alberta and stuff is like you can really see the effect COVID has not on necessarily the tourist places, yeah. but on the smaller places around the tourist places. And here's what I mean by that. Oh, like so the businesses we, supporting a tourist area sort of? Like? Yes and no. So like when we went to Whistler and uh, Banff, so those are two like main like tourist areas. They were popping. They were bumping. Yeah. Everybody was there. Everybody was still doing their things, socially distanced, but there was people there. And a yeah. lot of the employees at places were telling us it's actually more busy than we were expecting, which is good, I guess, yada, yada. But when we went to Jasper, which is a small like woodcutting town, like train yard town, that's uh, basically all national park around. It's fucking gorgeous, beautiful. Yeah. But the town itself is really small. Right. And when we went there, those businesses got fucking hammered, like hammered. Ugh. There's 40,000 people that live in that town. Or it's, it's very small. But the, uh, like there was like a bunch of restaurants. Two of them were bumping. Every other one was like struggling to keep open kind of shit. shit. Wow. Yeah. So it was like, wow. Like, and we actually, when we saw that around us, we looked it up and looked into it. And like we read a bunch of posts from like the Jasper mayor talking about like how devastating it was for the community and stuff. Yeah. And it's like shit, man. Like you people, and I've read a re- few articles about that. I, I'm reading. I'm reading that about a lot of small towns. Actually, right before we started, I was reading an article on um, that was linked on Twitter. I think it was like a Toronto Star one. It was saying something about uh, there's like this island like off of Washington State near BC that's like right mm-hmm. at the tip of the American like territory there. That's like okay, yep. They they've like petitioned or there's a there's been like a, I don't know somebody suggested that Canada should buy this island from America because the the people in that town rely on Canadian tourism so much. And because of COVID it's failing, right? All their businesses are mm. failing there. So the town is like, or people in the town or somebody suggested, I don't, I can't remember the details, but they said like Canada should just buy the Island from the Americans and just be like, here's like, we'll, we'll pay you some sum for this land and we'll take care of them instead. So that, you know, instead of them relying on Canadian tourism, they can just be a part of Canada. So I mean, this is wow. the kind of shakeup, right? Like, this is the kind of stuff that's happening in places where it's just like suddenly a drastic situation is causing people to be in, you know, drastic spots to be like, well, should we try something completely out there? Like, <sighs> I feel for Ben. I, I feel for that shit. Like, you know, imagine yep. starting a small business and then like you. No. And then imagine I like, can't. okay, imagine starting a small business and struggling and, 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 and doing the best you can to get by and then something like this happens. And then for so many of them are already gone and for so many more, like they're just hanging on by a thread. And then imagine you do all that and then you turn on the news and you see like Amazon has made another $800 billion in the last three months. And you're just like, how does your head not literally explode onto the walls around you? Like... Doc, that's got to be unbelievably frustrating. I mean, my job and my income, I'm like a cog in the wheel. Um, fortunately, I've been protected by this COVID thing because my job's not going anywhere kind of thing. I'm lucky for yeah. that. Yeah. But the people that have to worry about that shit right now, dog, it blows my mind, especially when you're like an entrepreneur or you own a business or any of that kind of stuff, man. You have to adapt so crazily on the fly right now. And if you don't, you're already sunk. And some people, there's no adapting. Like you're just sunk. Oh. There's no people that are coming oh, but, to that business. That oh, business but the people who are already fucking rich are like totally fine. Totally yep. fine. Like people who yep. already had more money than they could ever do anything with are just like, guess what I got? More money. You're like, holy shit. Wow, really? Like... Oh boy, we're fucked. This is this can't end well, dude. Tell me this can't end well. That you can't just keep fucking being richer and richer while everybody else gets poor. It just can't happen. Uh, help me. It sounds so. It sounds so Guy Fox masky, but like I don't know 
if it continues on this scale, I don't know how there isn't like a full out revolt in the next 50 years. Like, I mean, like massive scale, like, what are these I don't know, man. dudes think I don't know, man. is going to happen? Like they're smart guys. Like, what do they think mm-hmm. is going to happen? I don't know. I, I, I don't know either. I don't know. Either, Maybe they're just bro. like, just won't happen. To, not me. Oh, not me. All those other people. Not my just, lifetime. Yeah, all those other people. Maybe my kids will get the guillotine, but like, it's not me. Yeah, fuck fuck it. <laughs> yeah exactly. Well, yeah, when they're all the motherfucking narcissistic bastards running everything, it's they don't true. give a fuck. That's true. Let me, ask you, let me ask you something here, actually, because it's just in my head. Yeah, uh, sure. So my brother and I this afternoon, I wasn't working. He wasn't working. We were, we were rocking some PlayStation together, right? We were playing some games. Nice. All right. So we... um. We signed on, and I guess PlayStation's updated. And, and some people, I think, know about this because I think I saw it on Twitter. But uh, when PlayStation updated their their software, right, for the PlayStation mm-hmm. 4s here, they put so, they put a they always give you like a rundown of the new clauses and the terms of service and all yep. that, right? So, yep. Uh, apparently, and they actually made it pretty clear. They like put like a separate disclaimer when you tried to use something. I tried to join a, a party, right, like a grouping with my brother today, so we can play these games. And it said a big thing popped up, and it went. Just so you know under the new PlayStation software update, uh, your party conversations, the conversations you have privately with people you choose to join groups with, right? Like my brother or yep. Yep. your friends or whatever, that those conversations are now being recorded and they will be monitored for people discussing things that are deemed, you know, a violation of their terms of service, right? So basically mm-hmm. now your private not not pub, not like you're in a game and you're in a, the, the whole game with all the other people in it. Like your private group chats are now being recorded and monitored. And they also, and I, and the, and the message said like in an, in a way to like ensure that our rules are being enforced. Basically like you could, your conversation can be listened to now and recorded. And then what you say can come back to get you. Is this a little, yep. yeah. Right. That's a little, well, I hate to break it to you. I hate to break it to you. They've been doing it the whole time. The only thing is now, I think in the past year or two, there's been different legislation that's passed that they have to now let the consumer know that they're doing it. I don't think they just started doing it. It's just the law change that they have to tell you explicitly that they're doing it. Right. Um, It's like Facebook all all of a sudden was like, just so you know, we're selling all your data. You're like, uh, well, I'll put it to you this way, bro. I'll put it to you this way. Like we're, decently sharp dudes but i'm just a regular motherfucker i'm nothing special we can immediately figure out that our conversations our data everything we say is mineable and sellable like all the information that we talk about all my profile we it's a duh thing right it's a duh thing well it is now these corporations have but here's the thing these corporations have been on this for a while it's just coming to regular stuff you don't think they don't listen to they're not recording that shit and running the same shit and selling the data man and i'm not saying this is some wild thing like everybody's doing it they've been doing it for time every word you type into your phone every word you say to your phone to what end like what super villain shit are are these people not to an end no 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 and i that's where i think people go too far that's always the problem with that shit yes it's just money bro Yes, because our data is a commodity, bro. Our profile as a customer, as a consumer is a commodity. That can't be all it is though. Because, because you know that people always are going for more, right? If it's just about like knowing what you like to buy, sure, right? But the, there's the human beings, endless folly of, of desiring to go further, which is they can't just stop at it being about data. It's can't, it can't just be like, I need to know whether or not you buy Nikes or Adidas or whether or not you're into this, like it can't just be that it, it sooner or later has to reach 
a deeper level. And and has yep. I guess hasn't it hasn't it with like the election stuff and the the fake well, this ads is, and the that yes, it's not just buying that now say. it's power. That, it's how can you sway? Like is that it too? I guess. Well, here's here's what it is. It is about the money from the corporation aspect. Okay, you got to separate corporation from politics, which is impossible to do. But I just <laughs> hypothetically for a second, right. just hypothetically for sure. a second. All right, I'll imagine it for corporate you. corporation side of it. The bottom line is to make money. So you, as a consumer, and your data is a money maker. Let's get as much as we can, make as much money out of it, and do as much as we can with it. Then politics yeah. comes in from the side and says, ah. I can also use it for election, whatever that may be. Now we're either going to flex our muscles and say, let us use the topic and then we'll get a kickback financially or vice versa. Oh it's, it's another party that comes in and then takes that and uses it for a different meaning. I don't think it's originally okay. intended like that for jump. It just happens to be both but at like, the same time. I mean, this is what I mean though. It's like even like Facebook, right? Maybe the guy at the beginning was like, I want to creep on girls and, and have this little stupid social thing. But now it's used to like manipulate people and like, you know, spread information, spread conspiracies and all stuff. You're like, it's exactly, so you're right. Like, it, yeah, yeah I guess we both actually do thing. agree technically. Well, like, you create one yeah, thing because it ends up being purpose, that. but then you can, Sorry, someone along the way is like, I bet you could do this with it. And then they're like, they try it and it works. And they're like, holy yeah. shit, people are that dumb. And it, they just run yep, with it. And that's exactly it. And that's exactly it, bro. And now that's how we have it where every single thing you ever say, do anything is being tracked now. And that's why every single app, just like Sony does, if you actually read the other apps and stuff, they all say the same shit. Yeah, of course. They all say the same shit. If there's any sort of voice action where they're recording it, they're going to use it. You know what I mean? Like if, if they didn't, yeah. to them, they see it as a lost revenue opportunity. Oh my God. That's, that, sounds, that sounds very corporate and therefore probably is exactly what they call that shit. It's oh, sad, bro. My God, it's really, it's really fucking hard to struggle with a little bit. Like, like, well, yeah, I, mean, I guess it's 1984. You know, I guess, hey, he was right. <laughs> it's been, it's been 1984 for time now, bro. And the sad part is, like, everything in that book is coming true, and it doesn't. I'm starting to feel like if I look around in society, I'm like, yeah, that's kind of weird. Hey, this is getting a little bit much, but on the whole, it's everything still feels fine. But when I look at the allegories from the book, it's like, wow, those things are happening right now. Even well, I think everything's fine. Like, yeah, like it's it going was, down. It was written a long time ago, right? So, I mean, I mean, it can't be too literal because the level of technology and the capabilities. You know, you're right. Like, it, it's you just needed the sort of concept of of that story written like fucking decades and decades ago right? To be applied to like, mm -hmm. oh, instead of this and this, we have like internet and technology. Instead of like being able to hear every conversation in every house, we had, we all took in Alexas and cell phones and shit. Like yep. it's not like, it's not like government yep. mandated monitoring. It's like, bro, most of us we go a step farther. Yeah. We go a step farther than just submitting. Cause you're absolutely right with people allowing that stuff in. We go yeah. a step farther and actually report back to the government about shit we all have cell phones we all take videos of every single fucking crime every fight every single bad thing yeah, we, we see. are our own and police like, state online absolutely bro we have become big brother that's and that's exactly it and i'm not saying it's a bad thing to to you know report crime i'm not saying people don't do that but the reality is like the second crime occurs and there's people people immediately pull their phone out bro Unless yeah. the guy's got a gun in your face kind of thing, then people are scared. Yeah, like every time – it's it, – again, the, things things develop so slowly. Like history history is such a slow burn, right? Where yeah, it's man. like – oh, you're right. All of a sudden, the idea that like every time something horrible happens, there's like video footage. 
Like every time there's like oh, a mass shooting, oh, you're like, just wait till CNN. Fucking gets, multiple uh, angles, bro. Yeah, wait till CNN gets like the eight cell phone videos and like Twitter and all that stuff. Like, it's just the rules have changed altogether for everything that we do. Eh? Like everything is everything is yep. is is broken. Like all the walls are down now. Like everything is now exposed to just about everything at all times. Like we are we are we are like getting closer to the idea of like collective consciousness, right? The idea of a oh, of yeah, society absolutely. being so intertwined that it has to function like our individuality is now broadcasted at at, at best. The the only people left mm. who are truly like unique creatures to me are like people who aren't plugged in at all. Like those people I'm yeah, like, for real. You're, you're for like real. you're you're a real one. Like, you know, the rest yeah, of us. Like, how do you do fun. that, man? Yeah, exactly. My friend came out and, here and my friend my buddy Dave came out here a few weeks ago to stay for a night, right? And and he's one of those people he like doesn't doesn't instagram facebook twitter fucking do do just off the grid and it was like it is it's it's like tell me your secret and it's like the secret is is apparently if you want to know what it is it's just to not fucking care about any of the things that you get out of that stuff like he's telling me he's like i just don't care he's like i don't care about sharing anything about myself out there with anybody like that like and i'm like Mm -hmm. word like that's that's great man like Fuck, teach us a master class. Do something. Like, help us out. Help us mortals out. I struggle with that too. Because I mean, like, I don't post often. I used to a lot when I was younger. But now that I'm also coming into that same mindset a little bit more, I think you are uh, as well, more so than me. But sure. every once in a while, I still share stuff, but not nearly as often. Like, for example, I went on that trip to, to Alberta and BC yeah. and I took all these photos and I'm there for two and a half weeks. And like, I didn't post anything till I got back and then I made like one or two posts kind of thing. Right. Like my girlfriend made a couple posts along the way and was just like updating and doing that kind of thing. Right. And just, just documenting it. But I was just like, I'll wait till the end. Like I don't need to rush it. What I do too. To post kind of thing. Right. Like, I don't know, man. Uh, Speaking of that, did you see the last video I put on Instagram? I did not. I've not been on it recently. I've actually been staying off of it. Good man. You should, but you should go check it out. It's like 10 seconds long. Uh, It's me on Saturday night in an alien oh costume. i did see that yeah no i, I think did it, you see that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i did yeah i did yeah, I did. Yeah, that was that was great that was great for all the people that are listening it's just me in a blow-up alien costume where it looks like i'm being abducted um and i'm playing vr while i'm doing it so it looks just fucking absurd it looks so fucking absurd bro the alien who adopt, <laughs> abducted you decided to take you on a little bit of a take yeah, a little play some beat saber. hey well play some play some games with you is it he's you a, tried vr yet uh only a little bit not enough i i really would like to but i just never really like am in a place where it is um i want to go uh... there's a place down the street for me that i actually really want to go to but that was again another thing that like then COVID hit and i was like well I guess that I'm probably gonna... got dummied by COVID. actually those are like new and they weren't doing that hot i don't think yeah and on top of that they were getting to you know the whole yeah. world shut down so yeah, that's sort yeah, of, a, that's one of those a new things, industry. Like that's the, yeah. To Listen, into, like. VR is uh, is one of those things that I would suggest you definitely should try it out. Check it out; it's really fucking cool. Don't buy anything involved in it for the next couple of years. Um, yeah, just let it get yeah. better. Yeah, just let it get better. That's kind of my opinion on it. It's really fucking cool though. Um, like I played the Beat Saber game. You've probably seen videos of that. It's basically Guitar Hero, but you have like two lightsabers and like the notes come by and you got to like swing your sword through them as they come by. It's pretty dope. Okay. Um, okay. But I played Resident Evil 7 in VR. That was legitimately fucking terrifying. Um, that was really cool. Really fucking cool. That's the first game I've played where like I can see the bridge between 
VR and like controller and what I think the future will be. Yeah. So a lot of the, a lot of the VR games right now are just like, you put it on and it's like gimmicky VR game of like, you're in an arena and you're glad you yeah. stab a guy in the face. It's like, right? it's like showcasing the technology sort of like. Exactly. Of We're, Resident Evil 7 felt like it was like, okay, I'm playing an actual game and it just so happens that my viewpoint in the camera is in VR. Like it was fucking yeah. terrifying, bro. Uh, oh my God. It's only anyway. going to get better. It's only going to get better. But yeah. you know what's crazy, man, is every time I'm playing, I'm playing Red Dead Redemption. Uh, the, the second one or the first? The second one. The okay, yeah. I've been playing that online with my brother and, and I, every now and then I kind of log in and just kind of run around the world there as uh, on my own. And I, every time I'm playing that game, I keep thinking to myself like, oh, I see that potential of like falling into mm. a hole. Because like, mm-hmm. man, some of these some of these games you know are more than others some more than others but man they're getting to a point where it's like whoa this is kind of like being in a little world of its own like you do kind of feel like you stepped into a different universe i mean there's always sort of that like projection in video games but like the fact that some of them now like really physically and the way they function and the way that like the little people move around and interact with the world with each other and stuff i'm like oh boy they're getting pretty good at this stuff (laughs) just wait till you put a vr headset on bro it's fucked. It's fucked, it's, man. It's immersive. No, my brother did one, and he told me that he he experienced like a like a vestibular like shake up. Yep. That like you yeah, kind of a lot of people have your brain kind of gets you get a little like vertigo or something stepping in and out of it, going from fake reality in the movement to back to real yep. grounded reality. Like you can get a lot of motion sickness too. Um, since it's just coming out, it's also really hard to, to put the headset on and actually to properly focus on your eye. It always seems like it's yeah. like a little bit of an angle off perfect. So it seems a tad bit blurry. So that makes it even oh, worse. Okay. Um, but it's so realistic that like you put it on and do like a roller coaster simulator, like you'll feel like you're going up and flying down and shit. Like genuinely it's, it's fucking weird, man. It throws your brain for a loop. Well, VR is, I mean, it's going to be used for so much stuff. I actually have an article here to share with you that oh, I believe yeah. I sent to you here, and we'll, we'll we'll talk about it a bit here. So, this is this is a, a bit of a a bit of an older article. So, well, it's actually from 2019. So, I'm not going to act like it's it's ancient history, even though I know 2019 was like 37 years ago to all of us now. Feels but, like it, eh? Yeah. Okay. So, the premise of this article is that there's a company out there that apparently makes these virtual reality sort of they call it virtual human technology this company's called tailspin and they basically build these it's sort of like vr training like you know we have flight simulators and 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 you know driving simulators like that but they've decided to take this to the new level which is in order to get people used to human interactions that are tough i guess in and the workplace they're going to train them with virtual reality scenarios. And the one that's showcasing this article is, is a virtual reality firing where you fire a, a highly realistic looking guy named Mr. Thompson, who is like an old guy, a little bit scraggly, like, uh, and you fire him for his misconduct. And you basically sit there and give him, give him the reasons why he's being fired, you know, give him the typical, you know, uh, you know, this is not an easy part of my job and blah, 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 blah. And then he gets really pissed off and like argues back and like is tough. And I guess the idea is, is that they want to train people. Like, are we now actually training like how to interact with other human beings instead of just interacting with other, like, is this is such a weird threshold to me that like, I can understand simulating a plane, dude. Like 
Okay. Have you ever actually had a training like this where you like pretend to deal with like an angry person or customer or something? I've had job interviews where I've had to do that stuff. Like, oh, okay, cool. So, so you know what I'm talking about when I say yeah. this. So I did a training thing at work where they actually hired actors to do this. And I'm going to be honest, man, it's really fucking annoying when you're like, you know, you're in like a work setting and you've got to deal with someone who's yeah. literally yelling and angry in your face. And you know, they're specifically trying to get under your skin. There's something weird about the fact that I know it's an actor the whole time that makes me even more agitated and stuff. Cause I'm like, you're not even, this isn't even you. Like I just talked to you five minutes ago. Like what the f- fuck yeah. you? You're just being dick. <laughs> um, but when you switch that to VR, I wonder like if that's better or worse. My initial reaction would be like, I would say maybe better, but I don't know. Then at the same time, I feel like, what the fuck, man? I'm talking to a robot. Like, I, you're not even real. Like, your emotions aren't even a real thing. But this so, acts as, okay, this kind of access is like uh, a weird sort of like, I don't know what I'd call it. Like, like sort of like modern philosophy here, right? Where it's like studying the way people interact with things that aren't quote unquote real right mm, like studying mm. the way that like humans would treat artificial intelligence or like a virtual re- like doing a vr training session with a person and yep. like trying to like trying to trying to fire them or mock fire them or something like that like like it's it really is this kind of weird like there's there's a there's a level to it right because you're exactly that you can't empathize with or can you some people can and i guess some people can't like with something that is like a computerized you know, coded creation on a screen that someone would be like, this is nothing to me, right? Like if you're playing Grand Theft Auto, you just like run over the people on the sidewalk and you're like, oops, like, oh, well, well, like back to the road. Like, but is, I don't know, like help me out here. Like, is there, is there something to that? Is that like a, is that like a threshold we'll cross in the future of like the ethics of how you treat like virtual reality people oh that's like a that's a whole different conversation it's like a westworld thing but or i think like, you know. that's a good conversation and yeah it's exactly it if if you've seen westworld you know what we're talking about i i completely agree with that um i think when you take the human element out of it and then you know it's machine or robot i mean yeah obviously like i can try to be a good person in this or that but i know if it's if it's not a real thing and it's being a dickhead to me i'm gonna yeah. be way shorter fuse than i would be with a regular person like fuck you, robot. Like, like I, I don't know, man. That really is bizarre <laughs> yeah, to me. I'm not, I the more that I try to digest that and think about it, I don't know if I'd be a complete dickhead to a fucking robot. You know what I mean? It, even if it said like, actually, no. Hmm. I think if it responded back to me in like a sad way, I feel like my human empathy would take yes. over. Yeah, yes. you're agreeing with me, right? Yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe I would actually benefit from doing training with a VR firing. Maybe I would actually be like, now, oh, shit. I'm going to look something up here while we're talking. And um, Okay, so the video is, I want to share this this week, but it is, uh, it is sort of like a, it's like a, it's like a green dinosaur sort of plush toy, okay? So okay. in the video, this plush toy is, is a little bit animatronic. It's got a little bit of like uh, mechanical components to it. But the way this toy works is that if you strike it, it cries. And if you beat it up, it cries more. So this video on YouTube has got 50,000 views or so. It's from like seven years ago. These like college dudes, they took it and they, uh, they decided, I guess, to, to like beat the crap out of this thing. And they like, they like tie it with a noose and they like hang it. And they like, they just abuse the shit out of it. And like, people are like, 
this is so horrible. Like I wanted to rescue this, this robot and hug it. Uh, no one deserves to be abused, not even a little robot. Uh, then there's people like, this made me laugh really hard. Um, this is really sad. The, animal, the, the, the robot dinosaur is crying, blah, blah, blah. So the whole thing is that it actually was used as like a study in empathy to see if people could, could empathize with the object because it exhibited pain. The more, the more I sit here, the more I, you're forcing me to think about it, the more complex it becomes for me because I genuinely feel like I would feel bad, but then I also think there would be a disconnect sometimes or I'd be stoned and I'd be like role-playing, be like, you know what? Fuck you, buddy. We talked about sex <laughs> robots, okay? Way back. And if, if, yep. you dudes bought like, if you bought like a $10,000 sex robot and when you oh, threw it across no. the room, it did nothing. It's just an inanimate object that like banged into the wall and hit the floor and just put the thought you're like, oh, okay. Oh, but if no. you threw it into the wall and it cried and was like, a, oh, uh, no, no. Being no, like, please dude, don't no. do this. Like, no. what boundary is there? And then what kind of person are you? Like, to hear, this is okay. your mind breaking philosophical argument of the day is if, if you bought a sex doll and when you did something wrong to it, it like, it like cried and like expressed mm-hmm. sadness. And then is there like, like empathy that comes with that and then are you morally obligated to treat it differently is it cruelty uh, to program sadness at all when it's not necessary oh oh interesting well i don't think you can have happiness without sadness well maybe you could in a robot okay. i guess you could just make it happy all the time so that's sure. maybe that scale doesn't account but here's what i'm thinking too Here's a moral question for you. Here's a, this sounds like a philosophy class. Sure. Okay, so let's say we had these sex robots that had, you know, sad emotions and yada yada. And if you abuse them, they cry, et cetera, and so forth. Is it right. a good thing to have those available for people who are into abusive, fucked up stuff in life? Okay, but so you can't regulate who it? buys them, right? True, but this is what I'm saying. So if you had an outlet for people who have those horrible emotions and fetishes and yada yada to do, or is it unethical to create something like that? Okay, this is literally Westworld. <laughs> we, we, no matter what we're yeah, doing, we're lit- no matter yeah. what we do here, we're ending up at the premise of Westworld, which is because that's the whole point, right? In the show, it's like the, it's a place where people with sick sort of sides to themselves go to let off steam. Like, you know, the wealthy industrial businessman who, who wants to let out some rage comes and murders a bunch of robots or like, you know, rapes the farm girl and all this stuff to get it out of his system. Uh, but hey, they're just robots, so it doesn't really mean anything. Like, it's, it's, it's just, this is the, the final frontier. <laughs> Sorry, that's it's space. a good moral. It's space. Nah, but <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a good moral dilemma, though, to really think about. Like, at what point do our ethics halt? You know, like, yeah, like, where's the line? Have- in a reality situation is that considered reality like where is the line um i guess that would does, probably change and person does person, the but. ability for something to express a, mo- a wider range of emotions like i think for people who play video games like you and us like you and i play okay. games and shit but there's people who are far more hardcore right that like the characters that people always rave about like oh my favorite character from my favorite game who are they they're always the ones with the widest range of emotion right like nobody's favorite character is the nameless guy who just shoots everything in like, you know, doom or like, you know, or, you know, Oh, hang on. I'm sorry. You, you're wrong. You're so wrong. Some people love that shit, dog. Some people, well, love maybe the vast majority, I would agree with you, but you can't say people don't love doom guy. Some people oh, love, love the game. Shit. I think identify. But no, no, no. Like, like last guy characters? specifically. Mm. Yeah, bro. People, 
not I not as That's much like as being like let's stoned say, and like, like eating Doritos and like playing Doom when you're like in the late 90s on your Nintendo. Like that's nostalgia. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. But again, like yeah, the, it, the one the characters that people like the most are the ones where it's like, oh, that had a deep story, and then there was the sad scene. Yeah, and that's like, true. Oh, that's blah, true. Blah, blah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, the yeah. ones where there's like more substance to them, right? Like people we i i don't know maybe we're innately wired to like empathize with anything that displays emotion like that right like if that makes sense i don't know yeah uh, i mean <sighs> welcome to the fucking a philosophy class today thanks <laughs> for yeah, for real by. for real yeah this episode has like been a lot of hypothesizing on life i think this is this is yeah the depth of video game stories and how we identify with those characters it's true it's true we do right i mean and also, to be fair, the nameless character thing is also like a classic trope of, of, of being like a way for the person to project themselves into the character, right? I don't like that sometimes. I think when you have the nameless hero like that, it is more difficult for the story writers to be able to write something solid. True. Because you have this narrative that's potentially so changeable and so different for everybody that you would have to write stuff that's a lot more open-ended versus where I, when I know what the character's arc is going to be, like a, 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 a Geralt, Geralt, sorry, Geralt from um, The, the Witcher, Witcher, for yeah. example. You know roughly what that guy, like what his actual personality is like. Therefore, you can tailor the rest of the game around that. Where like when you have something like Mass Effect, for example, in the second or third ones, it's a little bit half-baked because you have so many options that nothing ever seems like it's full-fledged sometimes with that. Yeah. Or sorry, not Mass Effect. I didn't mean to say Mass Effect because you have Commander Shepard. That's a, that's a good thing. That's a good example of that um, because you have Shepard. You know that you're supposed to be this commander of the space fleet and you got, you've, you've got stuff sure, that can but go you along get the with choice. That. The whole point of that game is that you get the choice to be an, a, a dickhead or, or, you know, the sort of the savior character, right? right? And no, and I'm project I, whatever whatever hero you imagine playing as onto it as in sort of real time, I guess. No, but then I think there's also a disconnect with the character because it's okay. Am I trying to role play as Shepard or am I trying to be me? Like, oh, what like, I do, be like, what am I, I Shepard would do? Am I, yeah, am I doing what I think the person would do, or am I playing like if I was this person, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, because I mean, I don't think anybody thinks that Shepard would like purposely murder people and like punch women and stuff like that. Inherent, you're a space captain. Like clearly, you've never, you've never had fun game. playing this game. I see. But then there's all that's also the point of it, right? Is that you're playing a game and you can like add your own story oh. to it. So I feel like maybe if you know the nameless thing versus like the character that I already have yeah. a backstory for, that's where it diverges for me, and that's why I like <laughs> when there's a character okay, that here's has a, a backstory. Question. Here's a question for you: If I right. If everything you've ever done in a video game was recorded, like your conversations are, all oh the my God. in the game, and then one day someone like brought you into a room and just sat you down and just put a tape in, and they're like, "I'm a psychopath. Who's I'm who's doing this? I'm lock me up." Like my brother and I playing Red Dead Redemption and like lassoing people and like dragging them around and being like, "Wee!" Like we're bandits. Pew pew pew. Like it's I've just done some horrible pure, Like it's is somebody sat down and was like, "What are you doing here exactly?" Like, like um, dude, I didn't want to do the whole video. mission, so I just shot the guy <laughs> and took his stuff, and it saved the time. Like, oh. there's a video that just went viral a couple of weeks ago of a guy playing VR, and the way it works, like you can see your own headset and stuff, but it displays what you can see on the TV. Okay? Right. Yeah. So this guy's playing VR in his basement, 
and his wife comes downstairs and she's recording and comes up behind him and records him and it's him just like pushing his hands like against something you're like what the fuck and it turns to the turns to the tv and it's him holding a guy's head like on one hand on each ear <laughs> slamming it into the wall over and over and oh just sitting there smash 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 as blood's flying out and his wife's recording it being like <laughs> i married a psychopath <laughs> oh no yeah i've i've done some ridiculous shit like that too i think we all have right but i don't know your brain kind of just runs free sometimes since fucking the shit you get up to man and then you're like is it it's the fact that there's no consequences right it's the fact that nobody knows what you just did you're like would but then would people watch like would somebody normal watch you like is is that the case like my girlfriend came in and i was like like throwing somebody off a cliff in red dead and just being like whoops like would she be like what the fuck is wrong with you or would you just be like it's not some stupid game like we're not like it's not super mario bouncing off mushrooms anymore now there's like people who are like oh god no and you're like like you just chuck them off the edge like it's it's uh, it's not the same well i think even like the best people like the most the good people in the world people who are like kind and considerate and stuff we all just have like fucked up thoughts sometimes not even like you would actually ever act on it but like have you ever had this i think there's a name for this too have you ever had the feeling where you're like walking by a road and you just like had a thought of like what if i pushed somebody in front of the car not that you would ever do it but you've ever had anything like that Sure, but I've I've thought it before of what if I just walked off the edge of the curb, like or that too. Yeah, what if I walked off in front of the freedom of life, the freedom of your whole life that like you, it's like not like I'm suicidal or anything, but I'm like there's literally nothing stopping me from just going whoop, boom, like gone. That's what I'm saying. So like I think our brains innately are just doing that kind of stuff in the background. And sometimes video games or VR even can be a way for us to kind of like let that out. Just be like, oh, okay, here's it. If it actually sure. acted out, ha, 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 it's not real. I would never hogtie a woman and put her on the train tracks. and let I train can't throw down over. an alley-oop jam, but I, uh, I sure enjoy it when I'm playing some 2K, you know? Yeah, for sure, man. I can't, get up, I can't get up, up 10 feet and throw it down, but when I do it on the game, I'm like, woo! Yeah, like, enjoy <laughs> myself. So, uh, yeah. you know, I hear you, man. I mean, that, that shit is that shit's pretty wild. Like, I'm a simple like, creature, dog. That's true. What is that? What is that called? Like bloodlust? Like <laughs> bloodlust. Do you ever consider possibly just drawing an entire group of people into traffic every now and then? Mm, maybe. I've, I've played you know, Grand Theft yeah. Auto. I've done it. I've done it. Yeah, like GTA. <laughs> Do you imagine there was somebody at a highlight reel of everything you've ever done in Grand Theft Auto, and just like sent it to oh, you one man. day? She's like, oh. oh my god. Like oh, don't, I didn't do that, did I? Thing. Oh yeah. Oops. Yikes. Like oh yeah. boy. That is the ultimate sandbox, though, for like what our, our fucked up minds are capable. People by now in this episode are going to be like, whoa, these guys are a little fucking, oh, my God. Did he just say he's going to kill, do what? We've been smoking, bro. <coughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it really, is a, it really is a wild ride. It's been a wild couple of weeks, bro. It really has. Yeah, man. You know, it's, it's been crazy. The world. the world is completely fucking insane. Shutting down. Yeah. It's shutting down. Shutting down again in Ontario. Can't wait. I'm so excited. Oh boy. Speaking of video yeah. games, everybody better saddle up with a you know with whatever they got. And we're all gonna be sitting around inside for a while once more. And you know what we're really gonna do while we're inside? We're gonna listen to podcasts, of course. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully it's this one. Uh listen hopefully. to us ramble this week. Yeah, ramble indeed. Ramble indeed. We're yeah. getting we're getting better, I think. And we'll we'll only continue to get better. 
really. I hope so. And if we don't, I'm a failure as a person. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. No, I think but it's pretty I, natural. You just you just get better. Like it just is what it is, right? That feeling of failure never goes away. Two years of doing my other oh. show, I still feel it every single uh, day. I gotta say this on the record: you've yes. been killing the music selections at the start and end of the episodes. Really? I've been very. I do them for you. Mostly. Very happy. I, I appreciate you that. You uh, hear that, people? It's not for you guys. It's for me. It's true. That's true. It's for the listeners too, but it's mostly for you. It's my treat to you every week is to make sure that there's at least some song that you're like, yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. If y'all ever need the song, just give us an email. We'll send them. I don't want to post the names because we'll get shut down for copyright infringement. As far as you know, every song on here is untitled by unnamed. That's all. Yeah, we have all the rights for all of the music. We wrote it all. Don't worry Uh, about it. I know. Yeah, we we paid all those licensing fees. But, you know, we'll make it through, man. One day at a time. I'm trying. One trying, conversation bro. at a time. One episode, one week. It's all coming together, buddy. This is. You. I'm glad you're not dead. I love you too. I'm glad you didn't die on the West Coast as well. I'm Thanks. glad we both didn't die in the last three weeks. Here's to another nice. week of not dying. <laughs> 2020 in a nutshell. Oh, man, I didn't die this week. Sick. <laughs> Sick. That's, that's, that's just the bar we're rolling with for the rest of this year. Okay, folks? That's, that's all we ask is everybody, everybody out there, don't die. And uh, please come back again. This is, uh, this, is, this is fucking A, episode five. Five. We got one hand filled five in. Deep. We're, gonna, we're going for the second hand. It's into the second hand. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you very much for, uh, for giving us this time of day, uh, for stopping by, for, for lending your ears to a couple of morons who did nothing but bore you with talk all day. <laughs> Smooth brains, just rambling. Uh, that's that's uh, one, of our, uh, one of our show's alternative models. Uh, again, thank you for, uh, for tuning in. Um, you know, subscribe to the podcast, uh, rate it, review it, tell a friend. Above all, tell a friend. If you like it, share it with somebody you care about because, you know, sharing is caring. And we're all about love here at fucking A. And, hey, uh, uh, quick shout out to Chelsea and Banff for listening to my podcast. I see you. I appreciate you. Dope. Thanks for your hospitality. Dope. Help us expand that West Coast listenership. We're going to get them all yeah, on board. We're going to be really popular out there. So, you know, next time we come out there, we'll be treated like royalty. You will. Oh, for I'll, real though. I'll be the stranger. No, no, no. She's there. There's super cool people in Banff, dude. It's funny because everyone is so nice and everybody looks homeless. It's a great place. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you just couldn't be 100% nice, could you? <laughs> no. Uh, okay, well, email the podcast at fnehpodcast at gmail.com. Again, send us anything you have, any thoughts, criticisms, conversations, articles, ideas, whatever, man. We're, we're an open book. Send whatever you got. Also, reach out on Twitter at uh, fucking A podcast. Also on Instagram at fucking A podcast, but, you know, Instagram, you um again thanks for thanks for stopping by thanks for catching up with us again we'll we'll be back next week with episode six i hope you will stop by for that one as well uh matt you got any parting thoughts for the folks today attention canadian people go look at your fucking country it's beautiful it's beautiful man honestly straight up but other than that no nothing got those west coast vibes man (laughs) <laughs> no, we're on that kidding. chill west coast tip today 
Dog, I'm just happy to be home, man. I'm so it's relaxed. True. Everybody, I think, needs a getaway right now. Unfortunately, it's not doable by everybody, and it's not doable in every area. So if you can take advantage, just get out and spend some time out in nature. Look at this. Happy to be home. Happy to be alive. Happy to be back. Happy to be still around for another Until week. next time, brother. Peace out, buddy. And we are signing off. Good night. Sometimes I need to think I'm not an alcoholic But sometimes I need a drink And the drinking and the thinking Seem to be codependent Cause when trouble's on my mind That's the way I know to end it And my brain holds terabytes But a small fraction of those Memories are parasites And if left uncontrolled They would grow and take over My soul lead a hole And take total control Of my mind and my energy And how the fuck am I supposed To love myself when I'm My worst enemy Try to find the first remedy But nothing works Pain is the proof that the truth fucking hurts and the scars can't be healed by no topical ointment when you feel like you're just a source of constant disappointment looking at yourself as a waste of space can make you want to put a gun to your face and that's why i keep a liquor bottle in the freezer in case i gotta take it out it makes me a drink to help me forget all the things in my life that i'm worried about i keep a glass pipe in the stash box just in case i gotta get high cause you don't know how things in your life gonna go What you gonna gotta do to get by Sugar, ice, and a little bit of rum I'm gonna slice just a little bit of some Mint leaves make a mojito No necesito mucho, solo un poquito Just a nightcap or two to fight back A few voices in my head And if need be, I might crack a brew Get the pipe pack, a few bowls if I need it Work last night, so I'm destined to repeat it On bad nights, I'll get drunk as a mug Cause it's an easy way to sweep my problems under the rug I'll just be partying alone Bacardi and Patron just a few sips and I'm already in the zone Temporarily erasing my mind Fooling myself into thinking that by dealing with shit I'm wasting my time And reality's a scary place It can make you want to put a gun to your face And that's why I keep a liquor bottle in the freezer In case I gotta take it out It makes me a drink to help me forget all the things in my life that I'm worried about I keep a glass pipe in the stash box Just in case I gotta get high Cause you don't know how things in your life gonna go What you gonna go